0: difference between a dream and achieving it is that you have to wake up wake up to inspiration motivation and acceleration gain momentum listen to mortal expedition with the oracle Mortal Expedition. well this morning on mortal expedition we're gonna have an important conversation as we always do but this is important owing to events of the not so distant past It's titled, What If I Fail? What if I fail? Now, I know that no one wants to fail or plans to fail, but it is a possibility. What if? This is also connected to the presidential election conducted on the 25th of February. And if your candidate did not emerge victorious, naturally, you'd be disappointed. Naturally. So, what happens when you do not meet expectation? When your preparation does not connect with success? What happens? What happens if my preferred candidate does not win the election? What happens? So, failure is simply defined as a lack of success. Simply, as if you want to define it simply. And it is complexly defined as a state or condition of not meeting a desirable or intended objective. It may be viewed as the opposite of success. So if you don't hit your target, if you do not hit your target, not meeting a desirable or intended objective, it is an unpleasant and unwanted experience. No one wants to fail, nobody the good thing is if you fail you're not a failure it just means that you have failed the mission it means that you were not able to meet up to the standard of what is in front of you so i said i was going to make social so so amount within social so so time i was not able to yes i didn't hit the mark i failed on that mission but i'm not a failure The problem is most times people define themselves based on their experiences. And I know that in in life, that's kind of how it works. Because if you think about it, a thief is a person who steals, right? A rape is a person who rapes. Technically speaking, if you think about it, that's how it works. But with failure and success, no. A person who fails is not a failure. He just failed that particular mission. Being a failure means something deeper. So, on the heels of a controversial election, presidential election in my country, Nigeria, 18 presidential candidates, one president elect. Does this mean that the other parties failed? And what is the aftermath of falling short of success? So, I have 10 points. Looking to answer the question what if I fail? This this is number one. The first thing to understand is that failure happens to us all, all of us. It is important to note that you are not too special to fail. It is a normal part of the human experience. Nobody, and I repeat, nobody, doesn't matter who they are or where they're from tall, short, dark, light, male, female, fat, slim. Nobody succeeded 100% of the chances they took. As long as you're willing to learn and grow, you must fail to hit a target or an objective. In fact, those who have mastered success have also mastered failure. Because many people fail more than they succeed. You try, 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 try. Get it wrong many times. Then you get it right once. It is in understanding how not to fail that we succeed. But failing happens too often to too many people. The problem sometimes, sometimes, is that our expectations are too high. Not every time, but sometimes. We are too attached to outcomes. That's why we don't know how to handle it when it comes. Failure is normal, failure is human. As a matter of fact, it inches us closer to our objective Know this and know peace I'm not hoping that you fail But I'm telling you that if it does happen You're not special You're not a different kind of person So yes, you can actually fail Doesn't mean God is not God He has disappointed you You don't have what it takes anymore Nope You're just human Welcome to the club Number 2 Number 2 The next point is conduct a post-mortem. Don't attribute your failure to a lack of luck or the intervention of village people. Because sometimes people do not believe that it can happen. How? It has to be the village people. Leave them. Leave the village people. This one time. Ask the right questions. Why did I fail? Why did I fail? And be honest. What did I do wrong? Could I have put in more or less effort? What advantage does the winner have over me? If, of course, it's a competition. Because sometimes many people are going for one thing. One gets it. Others don't. Other times, maybe you fail to hit your own personal target. So if it's something like, of course, the elections, which I'm using as the main example, what advantage does the winner have over me? Is there more to learn? Be objective in your assessment of your performance. Do not put yourself down. And this is where I must remind you, remember you have failed on a target or a mission, but you are not a failure. And one would ask, Sam, what's the difference? Well, the former means that you have not executed the project properly. The other one means you are incapable of success. So if you fail at something, you just failed at that thing. You're not a failure. And being a failure, it's it's a tag. It means that you may not even be able to succeed at other things besides where you have failed. You say, ah, that guy is a failure. It's, oh my goodness, It's heavy. So you didn't hit the mark. What did I do? What didn't I do? How? Why? And be honest. Be honest. Number three. Now, you know how they say the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. So do it differently next time. If that objective of yours is important and you decide to try again, you need to change something next time you try. After conducting the post-mortem from number two, you will very likely know what to do differently. If you've taken jam more than once, you can attest to the fact that a different strategy gave you a different result. So try again, but this time be dynamic. I've done it before. I've done this. I've done that. Now that you've asked yourself the right questions, say, okay, we're going to go again. But what do we do differently? You cannot do it the same way. Because you get the same result. So if you intend to go again, do it differently next time. Change something. Change your strategy, your approach, your intention. There has to be something changed. Number four. Number four, which I think would be the one that people are most interested in. Should I contest the result? This is the biggest question on the minds and the lips of obedience. That's those who subscribe to the Peter Obi movement. And all those who support other parties that are not the APC. If you lost and you believe that you did not lose fair and square, as they say. If you did a good job with your post-mortem, then you have an accurate answer to this question. If you are certain you have been cheated, the key word is certain. Certainty doesn't matter where they take you, you can prove it. If you are certain you have played by the rules and others did not, that your efforts deserve success, but for some external and illegitimate interference, it didn't happen. If you are sure, then your answer to should you contest the result is a bold and beautiful yes. Contest it if you are certain you've been cheated. Because the fight is not yours alone to fight. You're fighting for posterity as well. History, the future generations would need to know how this was handled and in my shape, their lives moving forward. Since so when shutout orders do not go through what you have had to go through, you should. But remember, you must have credible evidence to support your claims. If you don't, then accept the results and move on. No. Number five. The next point, teach your kids about failure. Yes, we teach them about success, expectations, all the things we want, how we want them to fly high, which is good. That's what we want. However, let them understand that failure does exist. The real world shows you that anything can and will happen. Let your children understand that while you're grooming them to be the best, that people have challenges along the way. And no one wins every time I'm not saying That you should break their spirit To say you will not always make it No Let them understand that If You're not ahead It's okay It happens to people Don't let them win all the time And letting your kids win all the time Sometimes what parents do By giving them everything they want Everything they ask for No Nobody gets everything they want In real life So your kids should not Why? Because you don't want to end up Having entitled children it's, It's a crazy thing, believe me. The real world, which is the world that exists outside your home, in that world, no one cares about your kids' feelings. They'll be treated like everyone else, in some cases, even worse. So while you groom your kids to have a positive attitude and an excellent spirit, let them understand that if failure happens, if... It is a normal part of the human experience. This will help them cope with pressures and challenges better. But so many people who have left home, done everything, believe that you know, high flying. I'm always. You've heard of somebody who committed suicide because they failed an exam. You're like, I'm just exam. They were not made to understand that failure happens to us all. And yes, you know, you and I might not know the backstory, the pressure, what it took to get to that point. But we must make people understand That this is not what we want It's not our expectation But it happens And it's okay if it happens too It will help them cope with pressures and challenges And I personally feel an extra sense of responsibility With this point I'm sure you know why Number six Number six, it might be time to let go Sometimes When you fail It just might mean That you have to stop The rational thing to do would be to motivate you to try again. You know, try again. You can make it. But sometimes, emphasis on sometimes, failure is a sign that you should let go. Failing at something might mean you don't belong there. I'll give you an example. Imagine you wanted to get married and you fail at courtship. Does this mean you should go ahead and get married? Of course, the answer is no. So sometimes failing at something means turn back. You need to have discernment to tell the signs. You need to reevaluate your reasons. Why are you pursuing that goal in the first place? If your answer cannot be tried by fire, then let go. Let go and let God. And which is why the post mortem from number two is important. These are questions. What is my motivation? Why am I even doing this? Number seven. What is at stake? While people fail all the time, you must know where you should not fail. There are some places in life you are not allowed to fail. Now, I know that I say failure happens to us all. True. In some particular departments, you cannot and should not. What are the stakes? How many chances do you get? If you fail at this thing, do I get another chance? Sometimes you have only one shot, nothing more. One opportunity, you've been down and out, and then somebody gives you a rare opportunity. So you see this? I'm sending you to school. I'm sending you abroad. I'm doing the, You know that that is the only opportunity. You will not get it again. You know. So ask yourself, what is at stake? If this thing doesn't work, is there another? If the answer is no, my dear, you cannot fail. Some people have left everything behind to pursue one thing. You cannot afford to treat that opportunity with levity. So knowing the stakes helps you to know to spend more time preparing to increase your chance of success. It's like the popular saying, if you had to cut down a tree, the common sense thing to do would be to spend more time sharpening the axe. Because that will help you increase your chance of success. Number number eight. Eight, eight, eight. Number eight, do not numb the pain. Because failing comes with pain. Pain is painful, but it's a teacher. That means that we must pass through it. You cannot learn the lesson of pain if you do not feel the pain. And the problem is, some people fall into unhealthy patterns to numb their pain. What are these patterns? Alcohol, drugs, food. You start some crazy addiction, an unfortunate habit, it leaves you feeling worse in the long run. Some persons have been opened up to different addictions and perversions because they were dealing with a tough situation. I know someone from school. He started smoking marijuana when he lost his sister. Nobody knew. It hurt him so much. I remember the death of that his sister. I don't know who advised him where he had. Till today, till today, that guy smokes. So he was trying to numb the pain. I know it's easier said than done. But we can and we should learn from pain. Number nine. And number nine, research failure. You're not the per- first person to fail in that endeavor. Research the failure of others. you try to start a business. You failed. Read about other people that failed. Trying to start a business as well. You're trying to do this. You failed. Read about other people. You're very likely not the first person. Very likely, I assure you. So where you struggle, there's guidance. And of course, finally. Number Number 10 is a God factor. Yes, indeed it is. Take your pain to God. It hurts. It cuts deep. There might be one or two God, why? But take it to God. Is more than willing to help you through the pain. Mortal Expedition. The difference between a dream and achieving it is that you have to wake up. Wake up to inspiration, motivation, and acceleration. Gain momentum. Listen to Mortal Expedition with The Oracle. Oh sure.